Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. This is episode 28, To Grandmother's House We Go. I could not sing it. I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay, because when we were talking about it, I was singing it also. Okay, my- excellent. <laughs> I'm glad it's not just me. Um, I feel like we've got a slew of things to talk about this week, to be honest with you. Um, I agree. I always try to write down some things because I'm really bad about, I mean, we all know, if you listen, you know, I'm really bad about getting off on tangents and kind of forgetting where I'm going with things because that's what my ADD brain does. Um, But today I was writing down some little things I wanted to touch on and I've got like a whole page worth of things here for (laughs) us that we've talked about since last week. Yeah. Um, well, first, I think we should talk about you going to your grandma's, um, yes, last weekend. Uh, indeed, the inspiration. It, it was quite, so my grandma, which is my dad's mom, um, has always been into, I guess I'll just call it like needlework in general, crochet, knitting, quilting embroidery cross stitch I mean you name it she's done it or she does it um so they are making a move and uh in the process she asked if you know hey do you guys want to come up and get some things you know we're trying to downsize and get rid of some of the stuff we've got well first of all she probably had like 40 ish to 60 ish sets of knitting needles um some crochet hooks oh well okay some listeners might appreciate this i don't know if anybody does um tunisian crochet but i thought i was being really handy and picking up these ginormous extra large crochet hooks for sarah and as it turns out they we believe that they might be tunisian crochet hooks they're i mean large and in charge these things are like two feet long like they're they're crazy <laughs> um Why but i was like anything that had a hook i'm like that's a hook that's a hook yes 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 <laughs> um i got some good hardback like crochet books a fillet crochet book which uh if you've listened thus far if not go back and listen we talk about that uh, a few episodes back when sarah was making her dragon shawl that was fillet crochet so mm-hmm. i grabbed some of those books um i've got she put together, they've been putting, and I should say my aunt as well, um, but they've been putting together some boxes and things for me over the past couple of weeks. So, like, one box had a bunch of circle and square and different sized uh, knitting looms, and that's not something I've really messed with, so I'm going to check that out. Um, I, like, I can't even begin to think of what else, like, ridiculous amounts of stuff. Um, now, your grandma, she crocheted too, though, right? She knitted. She didn't she crochet. Knitted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said every time she tried to crochet something, it ended up looking like a bowl because she could never <laughs> keep her ends from curling up. So, she knitted. I struggle with that a crochet. bit with knitting too, depending on the stitch. Like, I'll be honest. Well, I was messaging earlier about blocking because that's a whole new world for me. And some people mm-hmm. are kind of hardcore. They use those, like, foam... I call them puzzle pieces, but like that you would right. see like maybe on a kid's playroom floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just use like straight pins um, to hold it out. But this pattern I'm working on right now, which gave me a bit of a fit, if we're being honest, is from one of grandma's books. Um, we all know I love yarn overs. Mm-hmm. And 
this book has it's it's amazing i should grab it and tell you i believe it is reader's digest and it is just called like a book of needlework stitches but it's pretty sweet because like there's a crochet section uh crochet section man that was tough <laughs> so i'm gonna throw that at the kids tomorrow and see it's been a long day <laughs> it has i'll it's be been honest because I left work a shade early to go directly to cheer camp and we had 64 cheerleaders at cheer camp all crammed into this really hot gym. Um, so I am just a, a smidge uh, tired here, but that one was a bit tricky to say. <laughs> but I flipped through and there's this pattern for it's like beginner lace work and pattern right off the bat, bunch of yarn overs. So I'm like, okay, I'm in. I know yarn over and I know k2 tog which means knit two together mm-hmm. um no pearl stitches really involved except for every other row but it's a whole row so it's not you know i hate switching back and forth because it's so awkward yeah so i'm like okay i'm gonna give this a go except for i don't really read patterns so i'm trying and there are asterisks in the pattern so it says like knit one and then asterisk yarn over knit two together asterisk knit one mm-hmm. so i'm like do i knit one yarn over k2 toggle knit one knit one k2 so essentially like there's a knit one knit one back to back or like what's up with the asterisks which you said in crochet it's the same right it's a repeat right a lot of times it'll say at the end of a row or something or in the special notes it will say uh, between the asterisks, repeat two times or something like that. So then you know you got to repeat from the beginning of the asterisk to the end of the asterisk two more times after you do it the first time. Okay. So this pattern, it ends up, because I also posted it on a knitting group, not one I might have gotten booted from, but we'll discuss that later. Um, you knit one yarn over knit two together yarn over knit together you just repeat that all the way until you only have one stitch left on the needle to knit okay so you cast on in succession of two so you could make it i mean i could make a freaking lace blanket if i wanted i'm not Mm -hmm. um i'm attempting a scarf right now because i don't know why that's always my go-to size when i cast on like okay i'm gonna go for this and see where it lands me but once i figured it out then the the rest of it made sense and i've gotten pretty far in it i like it it makes me happy that there's all these little holes in my pattern because Normally, knitting is such a tight stitch mm-hmm. that I'm not used to seeing all these little uh, holes in my in my stuff here, but I like it. So, yeah, Grandma's, we had, man, just a ton, a ton of, she had these one knitting needles that I kid you not were, like, baseball-sized or baseball bat-sized, I should say. Like, not in length, but in diameter, Um, I don't even know what you would like instead of maybe using the arm knitting in case you wanted to use needles instead, but yeah, like there's no way you could hold them. I mean, it would be like holding a giant piece of chalk. I mean, they were huge. They were so big. Right. But I don't know. I've, I was pretty impressed with, I think the books, the most and her organization skills through the years. Oh, cause she kept everything. Oh, I mean, yeah, everything pretty nicely together, the books. Um, well, and you got some really kind of vintage stuff, too, also. Oh, 
Yes, this one kit. Good job. I forgot about this one thing I got. I it looks like to me it looked like a trapper keeper. That's mm-hmm. how you know I have kids in school of <laughs> trapper keeper age. I'm surprised that they're even still called trapper keepers, <laughs> to be honest. I know. I don't know if they, I mean, I'm sure there probably are still some brands, but to me, if it looks like that, it's a trapper keeper. Yeah. I don't care if it's five star or not. Right. Wasn't that the brand? Wasn't it five star? I think so. Oh my gosh. Funny. Um. So it looks like this old school, like trapper keepery thing. It's like, <sighs> olive green and yellow and brown and like cream um pretty pretty decorative and definitely definitive of its decade the 60s but it is the sears master knitter original circular needle set Mm. and most of the needles are still with it so are all the cables and it's like this super almost creepy like felt like texture in the background because that's just the era that it came from but again the fact that this stuff was even like intact uh was pretty amazing so i don't know i got just a bunch of really neat stuff also some wilton cake pans which i really love because mom really loved wilton and i got mom's wilton uh cake decorating toolbox when she passed away so um i really you know it was cool um i don't know just kind of crazy the memories and emotions that are tied to random things but yeah so it was a really good experience and we definitely scored some awesome stuff like I said that book I mean I don't even know like there's not enough time for me to just try out all these stitches which is sadly what I just want to do with my life um but you got your stripes finished right I did well yes I've got the whole blanket itself done except for the stars awesome which have to be sewn on separate and (laughs) I am at 19 stars I believe at last count and I want to try to have all 50 of them done before we leave for vacation on Friday oh that'll be because when we come back from vacation next week I want to be able to just sew them on and wipe my hands of it yes um, well, I, and okay, so next you're going to what? Work on, you said your scrap blanket? Yeah, I'm going to do a scrap blanket for myself next. Now, I never make anything for myself, and I want to make something for myself, and I just think it'd be really cool to make a blanket out of pretty much all of the leftover pieces of yarn from everything else that I've made over the years. I think that that'll be really nice, too, because you will remember, like, oh, I remember that this yarn is from... You know, when I the fair project blanket, and some or... of it's so old because I haven't like I keep all of my scrap yarn for the most part in a separate box, I rarely throw it away. So, what I'll probably have is it's going to be a mismatch of rows because I'm just going to keep going until I run out of that yarn, tie on the next color, and keep going. So I think it'll look really cool when it's done because it's just going to be like a whole mismatch. Is there like a certain pattern for scrap blankets or do you just choose like whatever pattern or stitch like it's yeah, kind no. of more relaxed for you mm-hmm. to have fun with? Yeah, you can do whatever pattern you want. I see a lot of people doing the corner of the corners and I see a lot of um, granny squares. But I'm oh, going to okay. do mine just a ripple blanket just a plain old ripple blanket because I get cold very easily and so I don't like my blankets to have really any holes in them I really like the 
single crochet um, ripple blanket. It's just the classic chevron blanket because it's just a more tight stitch. It's warmer. It's heavier. So that's what I I'm like go it. For. I'm excited and, to see that one because I think that all the color changing will be fun. Yeah, and the fall and cold weather is coming up here soon, so it'd be nice to have it done before the weather starts changing. I'm going to be honest. It cannot get here soon enough. Oh, it's coming because the neighbor next door, um, she has a tree in her yard that already has yellow leaves on it falling on the ground. Have you seen any woolly worms yet? No, I Mm, haven't. Me neither. I am interested to see. I also haven't seen anything out of the almanac yet, or I guess I haven't really looked too hard for it. Either I've seen what this weather is going to bring for the winter. Oh, I saw on Facebook today. They said the farmer's almanac said it's going to be rainy, icy, and snowy. Great this winter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I man, I feel like we had a lot of snow last year, and. I love fall. It is my Mm -hmm. absolute fave. Like, I love spring and I love fall. Like, spring, I'm so over winter that I'm like, yes. The flowers are blooming and the birds are chirping and I Mm -hmm. love it. But then I am also not a fan of the sweltering heat, especially what we're having right now. Well, most of our country is having that right now, actually. Uh, But again, cram 64 cheerleaders and five coaches in a gym today. And... I'm not a fan of the heat. I mean, I was sweating like I was running a marathon. It was insane. Um, the birds little girl are already turning red too. Oh, I love that. Um, this little girl on my cheer squad is my spirit animal. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. She like ten minutes in is like you know I'm like everybody doing okay? Are you learning okay? And she says. Yeah, except for this whole wearing tennis shoes thing. No. And I'm like, yes, I feel you. I would be barefoot if I could right now. Oh, I was going to say, what does she want to wear? Jelly shoes. That's what I want to wear. Yeah, no, she wanted, (laughs) she had tennis shoes on and wanted no part of it. So she said, I'd rather be wearing my Crocs. And I was like, oh, Oh. yeah, those are really comfortable. And I'll be honest, I own a pair of Crocs flip-flops. I've never owned or worn a regular pair of Crocs, so I don't know if they're comfortable. I would presume so, but I went with I, it. I've never so, worn Crocs. Uh, I the feel sandals like... are very comfortable. I'm not going to lie. It is literally like walking on clouds. And that sounds silly, but for me, I'm a big person. So a lot of times, all this weight on some flimsy-ass Old Navy flip-flops. I'm calling you out, Old Navy. Uh, <laughs> not good. It's not a good look for me. They hurt my feet. It's really bad. So I will say it's like walking on clouds. But she wanted her Crocs and she's like, but I've gotten real used to wearing that strap in the front and I guess they could fall off while I jumped. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, you know, they could. So like toward the end of practice, we had everybody come over to take like a little team picture with their pom poms. Mm -hmm. So after they're done, she's walking back to her spot and she's like, yeah, I'm ready for some Taco Bell. (laughs) And I was like, man, me me too. too. That sounds really good. And she was like, I said, is that what you're having for dinner? And she's like, I don't know. I'm going to ask for it. And I was like, well, get it, girl. But, like, she just wants her dang Crocs and her freaking Taco Bell. She did not want to be in that 95-degree gym, sweating it out, learning a hello to her. Oh, no. And I was like, I came home and was like, found my spirit animal cheerleader today. She <laughs> is hilarious. Um, so, okay. 
I'm going to jump ahead a bit here to the dirty look of the week because it is semi also related to something else I want to talk about. I forgot to talk about this last week. So Tom Daly, mm-hmm. uh, Great Britain gold medal diver, which I love watching the diving. I don't know. I've always thought it's so cool. I love gymnastics. I love flipping and watching all that stuff, I guess. But synchronized diving is kind of crazy because... Like, it's not just you you're trying to control and not splash the water and make sure you flip around the right way. And you and another person got to do it identically. So, first of all, he's amazing. We'll just put that out there. But he is a knitter and was prior mm-hmm. to the Olympics, which some might find hard to believe. Um, a lot of my knitting ladies are, are having people say things like, oh, you're knitting because of the guy on the Olympics? What? Um, no, I, we've been knitting before the guy on the Olympics, not to take away from him, but it has been a thing prior to now. Right. Because it's kind of like, like trendy because they keep showing it all over the news. Like, look at him. And might I say his color work pretty spot on. He made himself a little pouch for his gold medal. It had uh, GBR on the one side and, uh, oh, their flag on the other. They're the host nation. And then he also made himself like a cardigan sweater with, you know, Great Britain and the Olympic rings and, um, you know, Tokyo 2020. And like, dude, he's very talented. Right. Um, I mean, he could probably get a sponsorship really from a yard Oh my brand. gosh. Yeah. Somebody's going to eat that up. Um, so it leads me to, I got kicked out of a group on Facebook that is just called Knitting. And I'm going to straight call them out. Their profile picture is like a burgundy-ish something, whatever. And if they wouldn't be crazy hateful people, I wouldn't have to award them the dirty look of the week. But specifically, Jan Marie Chester, who is an admin of the Knitting Group. (laughs) She's out of Las Vegas. I am literally calling her out. Oh, my God. She kicked me out of the group because you're not allowed to chit-chat. First, they deleted my comment, which was this lady who hella talented um knitted tom daly some matching mittens one has like the olympic rings and maybe a gold medal the one that was the left one in the picture the one on the right in the picture and you could look up this picture on facebook too uh literally was like color work where it's tom daly's face in like upper half of his body on the mitten like really stinking incredible and i commented great work you should reach out to his people. I'm sure they would love to get this picture to him. Because why wouldn't they? Right. Uh-uh. Not in this group. <laughs> she deleted my comment. So I was like, <laughs> what? Did I not type? Like, my phone is really bad. Okay, I have fat fingers. And my phone is really bad about auto-correcting. So I thought, like, oh my gosh, did I type something offensive or, like, crazy? Um. So I, I can't even go back to see the comment. So... I pickled Jan Marie Chester here out of the lineup of admins. And I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry. I see that my comment was deleted. Not sure what happened because it's not letting me view your comments. But I'm really sorry if I offended anybody. I just was complimenting her on what great work it was. And she replied that there is no chit chat in the group. And that's what that post turned into. Not about the work anymore. So they limited commenting and also deleted my comment. And I was Psychopaths. like, so I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I guess I'm confused. So there isn't any chit chat 
in a social media group right i said if that is the case um (laughs) i will go ahead and leave because clearly i was mistaken and i didn't even have the chance because i couldn't find the group after that she deleted me and blocked me from it I mean, she did not play. So I messaged again because I am an absolute glutton for punishment. And I said, hello again. I couldn't find the group to remove myself. Is that because you've already deleted and blocked me? And she said, I did. And then she actually blocked me in person too. Oh my gosh. So shout out to you, Jan Marie Trester. You don't play in the knitting group. There will be no chit chat. (laughs) It makes you wonder why is anybody even a part of that group? You know what I mean? If that would be exhausting like, to admin a group where no one's allowed to be. chat. It would be. Yeah, I would want no part of that at all. But what so, is like, the actual point of the group then? I don't know because I my some of my other knitting groups are okay. There's a knitting uncensored group. I love them. Uh, pretty much and everything goes. Couple of f bombs here, there, everywhere. It's it's a fun time. Um, most of the other ones are pretty chill, but clearly I landed on the, we are hardcore, you will not chit chat in our group group. So I'm really sorry, Tom Daly. I hope that somebody who listens, cause we have listeners in Great Britain. So listeners right. in the UK, please, please, please somebody get a hold of Tom Daly's people and tell them to go check this lady out on Facebook in the knitting group with the burgundy profile <laughs> picture. <laughs> you might look to see if an admin is named Jan Marie Chester. Um, but look up these mittens, they're amazing, and that's all I was trying to do was get this lady's amazing, hard, talented work to the right people and as frowned upon in these mm-hmm. here parts, apparently. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know really. I just I was pretty thrown back by that. Like I'm pretty easy to get along with, and especially like I hardly ever comment or post anything in these groups. I'm a lurker because I'm still pretty new. So yeah. I don't ever also comment or post hardly in any of the groups because I am also defensive a lot of times. And I feel like if somebody had a snide or catty remark, and here's the thing, I don't go into it to be snide or catty or anything like that. A lot of times if I comment on anything, I'm like, good job. You did a great job or whatever. Um, even when anybody's asking for help for something, I still almost never comment because there's always that one or two people who are catty bitches. And they are. I feel was... like I have to defend myself and I don't. It's, it's freaking Facebook. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to know. defend myself to anybody, but I feel like I, I, feel like I have to. other people is my problem. Like, one lady commented and she needed help one time, and some catty. Karen mm-hmm. commented back, look it up on YouTube or Google. Oh, oh hey, Karen. Yeah, this my is biggest to be pet peeve. Right. Like, Google like you don't think I didn't already Like, do you that. who's been doing it for 20 years. Like, I can't stand that. But yeah, so I, I hate that too. But I don't know. I just apparently got, got in over my head there on the old knitting group and. Took a took a block for old Tom Daly there. So <laughs> maybe she has a personal vendetta against Tom Daly. Maybe she's like there will be no Tom Daly. Here's my theory. I think maybe she already was working on mittens of her own, and then this lady came out with like mic drop mittens. I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna dub them from now on. They're mic drop mittens. 
So Jan there couldn't keep up. So she's like, I'm limiting the commenting and no one's allowed to share this post. And I'm not going to let this circulate to Tom Daly. I don't know. Right. I feel like she is a hater. Jan is a hater. And it's unfortunate that it has to be that way because, like you said, like it is a social media group and it's meant for socializing and I mean in a creative group at that so bouncing ideas off of each other and asking questions and discussing things and what do you do when you know this comes out this way or how right. do you your stitches this way like come the F on well yeah and I just like I can understand if the chit chat was like Hey, Sarah, how's your Aunt Betty Sue and her chickens doing? Like, it wasn't. It was like, great work. You should reach out to his people. I'm sure he would love to see them. That's amazing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just, some people's kids. I swear. Um, I finished my little lovey. Nice. And I do, I'm pretty happy about that. I feel pretty good about that, too. It's a little smaller. I did have some yarn left. But again, I was winging it with no pattern. And that's hard um so next time i don't know i'm gonna try a different pattern but this lace that i'm working on here with all the yarn overs it looks kind of wonky on my needles and i don't know maybe our listeners that do lace can tell me um like it looks very uneven like like okay suppose it was crochet and we all know i don't count stitches well so like you know how it kind of grows maybe on one side and you're Mm -hmm. like whoa what's happening there it's kind of what this looks like but it's I mean, my stitch count's right. Everything's right. And I, like, if I lay it flat and I try to, like, stretch it out, it's not uneven. It does match up, but it just looks... What about your tension? Does that matter in knitting? So, yes and no, because if you... Like, at first, I was real tense because I was just trying to make sure I was doing it right. I was kind of hardcore. If you're not relaxed, you can tell because your stitches are super tight and then you can't, like you know, pirate method, you've got to stab through the other stitch. Right. And if you can't get that needle in there, it's a son of a bee for sure. Okay. Um, so you've kind of got to like make sure that it's loose enough, but not too loose that it looks sloppy. Right. I struggled with that. I really loved that. I want to make a blankie yarn, but where it is that like super duper chunky, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was almost hard to keep a good tension with that because... I don't it like it just it was so big but um the yarn I'm using right now it says it's a five is like what bulky one above worsted yeah yep it says it's a five I don't think I believe it to me it feels like a worsted weight it's one of those Boston style mixes oh yeah that I love it's it's actually like a it looks black to me it's a very very dark chocolate brown Mm mm-hmm but then it's got like a hot pink and like a really bright orange kind of uh, through it, which right. I'm a fan of. Um, but it's working up really nice and it looks neat. Like the actually, I'm such a loser. Today I was thinking, <laughs> um, just looking at it, and I was like, man, I, again, I always think like we're going to fall on these hard times where we're going to have to head down to the creek to catch our fish for supper. <laughs> like, I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> But I was literally looking at it like, man, that'd make a great fish net if you know, she'd ever hit the fan. Like, I don't know why. I don't even eat fish, really. So I don't know why I think I'm going to make a fish net and catch them. But you know why? Because we watched this show call, called Alone. I think I probably have talked about it before. Mm-hmm. So they drop these people off literally in, like, the middle of, 
I'm going to say Antarctica. It's not like Vancouver Island or really cold places. Mm-hmm. And they got to fend for themselves. Whoever lasts the longest gets all the money. And it's a lot of money, like a million dollars or something crazy. Um, but that's the kind of stuff they do. Like they have to make these gill nets and put it out. And like you'll see them start getting desperate. Like day 17, no protein. I've just been foraging these wild onions and living on onion soup. The one guy that's on there right now, we're watching a season right now. The guy that's on there right now, he's lost 65 pounds. Holy cow. Now, he said he purposely bulked up prior, but here's what happens. Like, even though you may not say tap out, they've got this, that's what we always call it, tapping out. But they've got a button that they push that, like, brings the help back in to tell them they're done and that they give up. Well, in the meantime, they also do these med checks just to make sure, like, nobody's losing too much weight. Nobody's got frostbite or infection or, you know, anything crazy setting in. Um, But sometimes they have to take people out of the game because medically they're like on their deathbed. Yeah. Either they've starved themselves or like, gosh, this one lady they were showing, like her toe had frostbite. They had to take her out and it was like growing up her up the top of her foot it was crazy oh no um we uh, yeah it's, it's cra- if you don't watch it i don't want to ruin it for everybody i just want to tell you we also watched this other lady almost die on there for real because they just have like i mean i'm sure it's probably something a little more legit than a gopro but essentially a mm-hmm. gopro um some equipment and stuff and like this one lady was gonna take out this gill net and this fish trap thing she had out to like the middle of the lake but the temperature outside was like 30 degrees already. And she was like stripping down to oh. her skivvies and going to swim this stuff out to the middle. Oh, no. And I'm like, yeah, it's too cold. She's going to die. Well, she thought it out. It's only going to take, she said, a total of like 17 minutes or whatever. No, she was out there for like 57 minutes because her freaking shoe got stuck on one of the ropes or like the cord she was using. Oh, and she was literally stuck, and it was anchored down with this big boulder. Holy cow. And it was like, like the anxiety I have, like, I'm sure that Nat Geo or Discovery, whatever channel it is, is not going to air this if she dies right now. But, like, my heart <laughs> could not take it. It's crazy. <laughs> but I think that's why my mind always goes to, like, here I am trying to knit something considered lace. But looking at it, I'm like, mm, that'd be a great gill net right there. <laughs> and, you know... This is probably a character flaw for me, but my will to survive is just not, not that high. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just, at some point, like, I'm willing to throw in the towel. <laughs> like, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like, okay, I don't look, know. I feel so... like I wouldn't make it that far because I'm like, all right, you got me. I give up. <laughs> So let's, okay, I'm going to disclaimer here. Dear Sarah, <laughs> if shit ever hits the fan, as long as you can just make it to my house, then you'll, I'll help you. I'll help you survive. <laughs> we, will, we will make this happen. We've always talked about just having a compound. And I know. Like, we'll put Eric to work on the farm. Jeff can build the stuff. We can cook and school the kids. Like, we'll just make it happen. It'll be okay. I feel like I'd be the person sitting in my lawn chair in the front yard. Like, I'm just waiting for Jesus to come back. I'm fine. (sighs) Probably sooner than later, my friend. I know. I agree. It's crazy. These times we're in is crazy. Okay. So that's something. That brings us to something. See, I didn't even have written down. Um, Listeners, what's going on in your country? Where you're at? What has changed? Is anybody back under lockdown? Like, (sighs) okay. 
I'm not trying to sound ungrateful because I'm really thankful and I love my job and I'm super glad I got to keep it this entire time. Mm-hmm. But if we have to go into lockdown again, I'm going to need like all Wi-Fi nationwide to also have gone down. <laughs> I mean, yeah. okay, on one sense, we wouldn't probably be able to do what we're doing right now and post to our listeners. So I don't mean it in that sense, but like I want to lock down like some other countries get where I could just sit and knit in my house while I'm locked down. Right. With nothing else expected of us. Like Not while I'm working still nine or ten hours a day and also homeschooling two kids because that was a bit much last year. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. My kids are going to start back in person learning this year as of mm-hmm. right now, this very moment. That is subject to change as of any future moment. Brittany, are you there? On and um, so your grandma was a knitter. Can we talk about is it a generational situation? Um, Why yes. is everyone obsessed with white yarn? But real quick, did we miss anything? Because the feed cut out for probably like 30 seconds or so. Oh, no. Okay. It didn't cut out here. I hope not. Okay. Well, no, it's okay. What, I mean, we're, what the heck? We're back on. It's fine. I just testing. Didn't know. Yeah, I can hear you. Breaker, breaker, one, nine. Well, wait, that's a CB radio. That's not. What are we? Mic check. One, two, one, two. Um, okay. But seriously, <laughs> though, white yarn. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Why is there a plethora I don't even know. I don't know. Um, so we were talking about earlier today when I was making the stars mm-hmm. um, for the blanket. I had to send Eric to the store to get more Red Heart Aaron yarn because I didn't have another skein. And I was like, do you mean to tell me that I have 75 billion skeins of cream yarn? but not of the specific brand and color that I want. And even though I felt like I could have taken some creative license and maybe just made all kinds of different stars and different cream yarns and give it like a different texture, I don't feel like my mom would appreciate that. So I honestly don't feel like she would either. Not, yeah, I just feel, well, I don't know. My OCD may not appreciate it either. Things are weird like that for me. I don't know. I would probably want them all to be the same color too. So kudos to you on that. Now, did you order it ahead and just have him pick it up? Or I like, did. Like, because okay, we need a dog again. food too. <laughs> so how to pick out the right heart. yarn? Like kudos to him. No, he would if I asked him to. But no, we needed to get dog food and stuff too. And I knew that I was running out last night, mm. so I was like, might as well just get it now. Yes. Um. I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty excited. Tomorrow's Gatlin's birthday. Yes. We celebrated his birthday this past weekend, but his actual birthday is tomorrow. So we are going to do a little dinner at the local Mexican restaurant. And that already makes my tomorrow better. And it's yes. not even here yet. Yes. Um, today I feel like was kind of a doozy. And Wednesdays always are because we have, uh, we do some Zoom meetings on Wednesdays. And indeed, they're just interesting I I wish I could have that Zoom filter where it blurs everything but me out everywhere I go. <laughs> because it's pretty nice, I will say. Um, it makes me happy. But 
Yeah, I don't know. So if our listeners, I'm really sorry. I, I didn't realize it cut out there. But if, if it did, we were asking if things, if anybody's on lockdown or anything like that in your area. Or I don't know if you know about, you know, anything we're talking about here. Tunisian crochet or uh, shoot, anything else we've discussed tonight. Because there's been a plethora of events. Or if you're Jan Marie Chester and you want to shout back, what's up, Jan? <laughs> I have a dirty look also. My dirty look is the sun going down earlier now. I'm sitting outside and I'm like, no way is it almost dark outside already. Oh, I'm, well, okay. I'm really sorry that that's your dirty look. I'm going to be honest. Again, it makes me happy. Because, you know what? And I know that you feel this way too. Once we get past, I know that you love summer. So once we get past summer, yeah. I know that you appreciate when it gets darker too. Because for me, yeah. When it's still daylight, I'm like, I guess I could be mowing the grass. I guess I could be doing this. And once yeah. it's dark, I'm like, oh, shoot, it's dark already. Let me sit on the couch and knit and watch TV. That's, yeah. I do have to say that, like, as far as winter time goes, I'm fine with it getting dark out earlier. Just because, for the same reason, when I get off work, it's already dark out. And then I'm like, all right, well, I just got to make dinner. And then I'm just going to call it a night. Whereas right. when the sun <laughs> is up, I feel like I have to be busy and doing something. But I also don't care for waking up in the dark either, because as far as I'm concerned, if it's too early for the sun, it's too early for me. I agree, because it's really depressing. Here in Ohio, we reach a, we reach a point in the winter uh, where we go to work and it's dark, and then we come out of work and it's still dark. Like, <laughs> right. It's such right. a bummer. I could never live in Alaska. Oh, I know. Um, also, because... My kids, this is one thing I dislike about summer, too, especially with smaller kids. Mine aren't that small now, but when they were younger, like, okay, guys, it's time for bed. We've got to get ready to lay down. We all got whatever in the morning. And they'd be like, oh, but it's daylight out. And I'm like, okay, but it's 930. I don't care. It's bedtime. <laughs> like, Yeah. So for that, I enjoy when it gets a little, little darker, a little earlier. It was like um, that when we were kids. Our neighbors would always be outside playing. And I would always be jealous because I wanted to be outside playing too with the neighbor kids and same my mom was like I'm not their mother so you're going yes to those aren't my time. kids <laughs> mom would make us like two weeks before school started do the whole get back in the swing of it things right and she'd put us to bed at like you know 8 30 or 9 and we'd have to get up at like 7 this year's gonna suck because Gatlin's going to the middle school dude he's mm-hmm. gonna be there by 7 10 Oh. oh, that's, that's disgustingly awful. early. Yeah. So, told him he might be changing his showers up to like nighttime before because yeah, I don't know that he's gonna wake up and have all that kind of time on his hands. Yeah, um, that's that's too early. I feel like for them, I, I think... agree. I can't imagine that they're getting a whole lot out of these kids at that time of the morning, no. especially because most of these kids also are doing, you know, sports and different events throughout the evening so to then be like up at five right it's not even me and I'm cringing about it I don't even get up that early (laughs) yeah I well I'm up but I'm not functioning yet I know I need like you know the little I don't know what it's called like the little portal tube at the bank yeah I need that like to Starbucks could we get an underground tunnel I'm close enough <laughs> to Starbucks. that I just feel like I need to hit the button and have them like send me a tube of coffee in the morning because I really hate getting up and having to go anywhere too <laughs> but the way technology is going that might not be too far off that's true that is very true um 
you know, the only thing I will say, if I was ever going to try to find the bright side of anything, because that's what I usually do, look for the positive here. If there were ever a positive about having to wear a mask, the only positive I could say to me is that at least, like, I was like, well, half of my face is covered, so I don't have to worry about that so much. Like, I don't know. I I don't know, man. I noticed that here in our county, because you and I are in different counties, so right. sometimes it's a little different. I noticed here a lot of places are going going in that direction again, and... I just need to work on this underground tube and then I think I'd be set because I'm not, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready to go back down the hole. Yes. So it's going to be interesting. I don't know to see how all the counties work out, I guess, and compared to the states and everything else. And then, and gosh, like a week or two, we've got school starting. So yeah, um, it's going to be interesting. I don't know. Tell us where you're at. Tell us what you have going on. We'd like, like to see and hear how things are going. Um, you can find us, look for us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram at NeedlesHooksDL. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can email us. It's spelled all the way out, NeedlesHooksAndDirtyLooks at gmail.com. Um, but we we want to see your stuff. If you've made a scrap blanket, share it with us because we would love to see that. I'm really going to start looking yeah. these up now because I don't have that many scraps yet, but I'm sure I will eventually. So we'll oh, get yeah. there. For sure. Um, but we hope you, I don't know, enjoyed us this week to Grandmother's House. We went and found all sorts of treasure. And we hope that you go back and listen to some episodes. If you didn't hear the one about the filet crochet and the dragon uh, shawl or anything else, go back, listen, tell your friends and share uh, at Needles Hooks DL. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.